This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with my beautiful wife, Remy. Great to be with you on all of our radio affiliates across the country. It's great to be back after a couple weeks off. We celebrated our 10-year anniversary. Wow, it's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. Uh, it's not official until I say happy anniversary, sweetheart, on Faith on the Field Show. So Thank happy you. anniversary. It was a, a great, it's been a phenomenal 10 years. Yes. It's been incredible 10 years together. And we had a we had an awesome time. We went to, uh, we went to the beach to the your beach, favorite place on earth place. we were, we were at the beach with the girls and uh it, it was great i even cooked for you for the third time in our relationship now he only cooks one time mm-hmm. once a year always on our anniversary um but uh, let me tell you it's worth you can't it. even it's say really always good. i've only it's done really it good. twice yeah, yeah, that's so true. It was, it yeah, was, it was true. really good though. I made, I made salmon, which I don't even really like. <laughs> he does it for I mean, me because I, I love salmon. <laughs> it's easy for me to make. But it's very easy. Yeah. Our our guest this week is going to be Las Vegas Raiders. He's new in Las Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders safety Deron Harmon. He's uh, been around the NFL with the New England Patriots. Won a Super Bowl for uh, three three-time Super Bowl champion. He's also played in Detroit and Atlanta, and this year he's joined the Las Vegas Raiders. So stay tuned for that interview that'll be coming up next. But let's talk about something that pertains a little bit to what's going on in, in our lives and in, in your life, because um, shortly before we celebrated our 10-year anniversary, you also, were, we sell, kind of celebrated a new accomplishment. You had decided, this was back when we were still in Jersey, that you wanted to sell real estate. You're just intrigued yes. by it. You love it. The market's Crazy. Before I met you. Actually, yeah, way back in PA, PA, right? When you were a social worker and had other uh, Mm -hmm. things. And then eventually got distracted. A little bit. And uh, in 2008, when Mm -hmm. I was trying to do this, the market crashed and I was just like, not a good time to join. So I took a step back and I was like, okay, let me just not do this right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I met you, got distracted again. Well, I think there was the. You were in college, you graduated, you got a well, degree, like then you met me. Then you. So, I yeah, well, don't blame yeah. it on me. Blame it on no, college. No, I'm, not you saying, I'm just saying that you ain't got a, you, know. you ain't got a degree. Well, yes, you have to have a degree mm-hmm. anyways. So uh, fast forward to 10 years later, uh, mama decided that, yeah. you know what? I still have the same passion for real mm-hmm. estate. I still love to sell real estate. So let's do it. And I studied and I studied, I studied, and then I passed the test, and here I am. I'm a realtor! I gotta, say, I gotta say, very impressive <laughs> how I saw you really put so much effort into it, so much uh, it was hard. hard work, and, yeah. and really um, set your mind to something, and then go yeah. there and achieve it, and you were like, oh, I'm worried about this test, and no, you knocked it out, and then, no, oh, I'm worried about this test, and then you, you aced it, and it, it, was, it was really cool to see you yes, do that, I but... Was, to relate yes. that a little bit to faith on the field and to Christ in our lives and working in our lives, there's a Bible verse that I love that I often refer to that you've been referring to a little bit. Uh, it's in Philippians, and it's uh, be confident of this, that he who put a good work in you will see it through until completion. And uh, yeah, you've got a long way to go before you finish up what you're doing, and um, you're just getting started. But he... he he saw this, you know, you had this idea, you had this plan, yeah. you went after it, 
And, you know, you relied on your faith throughout the whole time, as you always do with everything. And, and I saw you getting up and, and you'd be praying and, and you'd be really like, I'm like, are you studying or are you praying? What are you doing? I You're like, oh, I'm, guys, I'm doing I, both. I'm doing both. But I think I did everything. I cried. I laughed. Mm-hmm. I studied. I I, I've done everything and I cooked and then I, I was studying while I was cooking and I like, it was crazy. It was really crazy. But you know what? I think it's because when you have a passion for something and you really want to do it yeah. and to you, it's not like you're, you're getting a job. It's more like, this is something I've been wanting to do for so long. Mm-hmm. And I really finally getting a chance to do it now that the kids are a little grown and like they're almost 10. nine I, I mean they're almost nine not 10 they're almost nine yeah. and I'm just like I feel like they're more independent so I have some time for myself and I get to follow my passions like I have two passions Christ and real estate so <laughs> so I just um and obviously Jesus is kind of he's everything he's not just my passion but I love talking about Jesus with you and everybody and I will always be on the show so don't think I'm going anywhere um but I'm also I'm very interested and very passionate about real estate and helping people find homes find their dream find home their really dream home Any, and find, their starter you know, home they're in between home yeah, their dream home, home their what, vacation home whatever home you want yeah uh, so I yeah so I join a brokerage here in Tampa so if you're looking in the Tampa area I'm your girl and I will hook you up because we have the best of the best. And I'm excited to start this. I'm really, really excited. And you know, the, the things that got me through, I've always like, <laughs> I love this. I read it somewhere in a book. And every time I get stuck somewhere or like in my journey, mm-hmm. I just repeat three things. I keep saying, this is easy. This is simple. This is fun. So every time I get stuck, I would say, this is easy. This is simple. This is fun because you're trying, even though it's not easy, it's not 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 simple, simple. it's not, but it is fun. Uh But when you repeat those three things to yourself over and over, you're just basically saying like to yourself, to your brain, like, take it easy. Everything's going to work out. Everything's going to be okay. You're going to work this out. And it does get worked out. And then I keep praying. I keep saying, Lord, you got me this far. Mm -hmm. You're going to see it to completion. So, and, and every time I did that, he got me through. And let me tell you, every step of the way is kind of not the easiest because there's so many steps. There's so many there's hurdles. So many there's so things. many obstacles. And and it's only going to get, in, in your case, it's only going to get a little bit more difficult, a little bit more challenging. Well, I mean, I'm learning. And, it's like right? a learning. Yeah. And, and you're, me, embracing, so. you're embracing, you're embracing the challenge. So. You're tackling each obstacle as it comes on. And, and yeah. I, I think for everyone uh, listening to the show, wh- whatever it is that you're setting your goal to setting your mind on hoping to accomplish. Um, if, if God is in it, if you he's in your it. life, yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. if, if your foundation is in the Lord, if you're mm-hmm. centered on him and you're not trying to bring glory to yourself and you're trying to bring glory to the Lord, mm-hmm. he'll help you through in those tough times when you're doubting yourself or in really those well. moments when you're frustrated and you think, man, I don't understand this, or I don't get this, or I'll never get to that point, or I'll never get that promotion, or I'm not good enough to do this. Or, yeah. you know, I, as, and as we're sitting here doing this show and recording and, and we're in my office and I, I can, now that we're on video, cause we're bringing back, we're bringing back video. Bringing I'm going to reach back and yeah. grab something that uh, I, I printed out and this has been sitting on my desk for a couple of years and it says yeah. three groups of ideas that the devil, the enemy tries to put in your mind. One, you're not going to make it. 
Two, you're not good enough. Three, everybody is against you. And then it says, don't give the devil a seat at your table. I don't know if, if I can put it up like that. And uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Just like it. that. Yeah. So if you obviously you're not Sorry, if you're just listening and not on YouTube, <laughs> right. go to exactly. YouTube and watch it so he, you can actually see <laughs> what he's doing. And you you can see that, but <laughs> and subscribe, please. Th that's that those are the moments that sometimes when you're feeling those doubts, right? Mm -hmm. That's the enemy trying to put it in you. Oh, you're not gonna make it, you're never right. gonna accomplish your goal, you're not gonna get there. You you're not oh, good I enough. Have been there. Do you guys know, like seriously, this whole journey took um almost a year to finish because well, we, i yeah, kept downing we, myself and yeah, also we moved we so that moved, was like a whole was, thing was but it gonna be jersey was it gonna be florida yeah, it was like a yeah. whole thing and it took me forever because well one it was difficult to do um when i was in new jersey and then when we finally moved here we had to like do a lot of work and whatever <laughs> and it was a mess so it took me forever you chose to do a lot but of work there was many to, times you have to do a uh, lot of work you chose <laughs> yeah Anywho. I know, I know, I know. So it Not took a while, it. but we got here and it, there's so many times that I just closed that book and I was like, forget it. This is, yeah. this is way, just way too much. I'm, I don't have time for this, but um, yeah, I tried and I did it and um, I'm very excited. I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> and, you, and, and you should be, but it's only oh, yeah. going to get more difficult from here. And there's going to be more moments, right? There's going to be more times as you're going through training, as you're going through this, as you're going through a, a challenging closing or a challenging purchase or whatever it may be, where uh, you're going to feel that enemy's going to creep back in. You're not going to make it or, or you're not good enough or everybody is yeah. against you. And th the bottom line is we should never give the enemy a seat at the table. We shouldn't give him people like to say, don't let someone rent. Uh, real estate yeah. for free in, in your, your mind, head, right? Yeah. In your head, we should, we should, and it's, it's prime so much, real estate. Right oh here. man, it's prime. so. I'm saying this, and it's so much easier said than done because yeah. I, I know it happens to me often. But yeah. um, it's it's something to where if you can stay encouraged, stay uh, faithful, stay in the Word. I, I just started this journey a couple of weeks ago of reading the Book of Acts, and mm -hmm. it it really like each day there's a nugget that I get from. Acts is really cool. From reading Acts. And I just find mm -hmm. it so powerful. And, and I, I'm like filling up my notes in, in my. Good and, for you. And, and, and we'll, they'll be Check coming out. out. We'll Check be pouring that out. back out All into right. Faith on the Field show. So, okay. hey, Philippians, right? Be confident of this. He who put a good work in you, the Lord put a good work in you. He's going to see it through until completion. You're going to get Amen. there. You're going to get done. You are going to make it. You are good enough. Everybody is not against you. Don't give the enemy a seat yes. at your table. Up next, you're going to hear from Las Vegas Raiders safety, Deron Harmon. You're listening to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. This is Trevor Story. You're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome back to Faith on Field Show presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with Remy. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonafieldshow.com. Find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an incredible lineup of guests, and you can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. 
You'll hear the full interviews on there. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, at Faith on the Field, and tell some friends about the show. I want to take a minute to thank our awesome sponsors. Please check them out on our website, International Justice Mission. They do tremendous work fighting against human trafficking and Heritage's Dairy Stores. If you would like to be a sponsor for our show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at faithonthefieldshow.com. We have various packages we can cater specifically to fit your needs. Our goal is to be on a sports radio station in every state. If you don't have a business to advertise on but you want to help the ministry, we do have a donate button on our page on faithonthefieldshow.com. Our guest this week, Deron Harmon, was a third-round pick by New England in 2013. He won three Super Bowls with the Patriots. He joined the Lions in 2020, played for the Falcons last year, and signed with the Raiders this year. Here's Deron Harmon. Deron, thank you for joining me on the AP Pro Football Podcast. I know you got a lot of exciting things going on in your career, too, because now you're, you started out with the Patriots, had some success there. You know what it's like to, to taste uh, winning and, and being part of a championship team. And mm-hmm. now you're, you're in Vegas with Josh McDaniels. Uh, I know about a month ago you had said something, some of the reporters out there, that he's not trying to build the Patriot way. He's trying to do things mm-hmm. differently. Can you elaborate on that for me a little bit? I never want to you know, speak for Josh, but I just think he's trying to, you know, pave his own way like any of us any of us try to do we all have great you know mentors and people who have been um this unbelievable you know teachers to us but at the end of the day we can only be ourselves what we learned and um the information that we gathered over the time um is extremely beneficial to our our journey but at the end of the day when you try to be somebody that you aren't, you know, you're not being uh, truly yourself and you're not utilizing the gifts and blessings that God gave you um, uh, to, to display and to show. Um, so I think that's where everybody in that building is. You know, we're just trying to figure out our identity as a football team, trying to figure out, you know, who we are as men in the building and just c- trying to come together um, for the common goal of winning. What was it like to be drafted by the Patriots to join a franchise with Bill Belichick, Tom Brady at the time that had been so successful and then to be able to be part of that and continue that success? Uh, Very humbling. As I, you know, reflect on those times, 22, when I got drafted there and now, you know, I'm 31, I realized just how special, you know, that place is, you know, when you're in it and you get drafted there, you just, you know, you're working, you know, that's a place that just... You come in, you put your head down, you work, and you just try to see where the work can get you. And the work uh, and the, the success has been shown over and over again. You go there, work hard, put the team first, um, you win. And um, just being able to be a part of that was was amazing because, you know, there's certain people, um, some of the best players ever play this game and never get a chance, you know, to make it to the playoffs or make it to a Super Bowl. And here I am, you know, just honored to be a part of the team, you know, to be coached by Bill Belichick, you know, play alongside, you know, Tom Brady, Devin McCourty, you know, Gerard Mayo, Vince, Vince Wilford. It was amazing. You know, it's humbling. And uh, being able to learn from those guys, um, all those guys have a, a pivotal role in just me being able to play football this long. How do you feel about this team in Vegas? The Raiders, they made the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. uh, made some additions, Devontae Adams being one of the big ones mm-hmm. for sure. What have you seen from them and what are your expectations? I'm excited. 
You know, I think there's a lot of excitement um, just around the Raiders right now in the community of Las Vegas and just amongst, you know, the entire uh, National Football League. But as far as expectations, it's just, you know, it's just too hard. You know, we haven't even had a practice yet. We haven't, you know, done anything competitive yet. The only thing that we've been able to do is our off-season workouts, getting in there and knowing the team and just, just being around the guys, you know, trying to build a, uh, some com- camaraderie. Uh, amongst the group um, but the thing that I do love is that you know it's just a it's a great group of guys um, it's guys that come to work each and every day that want to get better whether you know we're going over playbook whether we're in the weight room you know we're all competing we're all having fun and um, usually you know when you got a good off season, you know it translates to um, a good season so uh, we're starting the right way but I mean it's, it's way too early to even think about you know putting expectations on anything to happen in the season. What have you seen out of Derek Carr? Have you been able to be around him uh, uh, and get to know him a little bit, build some some chemistry with him? For sure. You know, great leader. Um, one of the first guys there every day, one of the last guys to leave. Um, just a genuine person. Introduced himself to me the first day I got there, man. We had some good talks, some good conversations about, you know, playing against each other and just, um, just his leadership, um, just who he is as a man, um, a great person and, Obviously, a great quarterback. Um, just excited to be, you know, teammates with that man. Deron, you're a father of four, correct? Correct. W- what does fatherhood mean to you? And and, and there's, there's so many different mm. people in leadership positions who are trying to emphasize, I know Tony Dungy being one of them, what it means to be a father who's present in their children's lives. Uh, it, to me, it, mean, it means everything. Being a father is the greatest gift that a man can ever receive because you have a chance to impact, to mold, to shape children into being the servants um, that God have called us all to be, you know? So I take that job as serious as any job I do take, you know, it's way more important than football because football will end. Um, And as much as I love this game and much as I enjoy the game, I know there will be a time where I won't be able to go out there and football, but I will be a father forever. Um, my boys will always look to me for advice, for uh, knowledge, uh, for wisdom. And it's my job um, to lead them the right way so that when I have my last day on this earth, you know, I know I put everything into just passing um, knowledge and um, leaving a legacy um, that is greater than me on the football field. What do you say to some of the men out there who you know, may not be as involved uh, in, mm-hmm. in their kids' lives? How would you give them advice to, to say that this is something that you really ought to focus on? Uh, situations, everybody. You know, some people are um, – some fathers are not in their life just because of, you know, generational curses, uh, whether it's, you know, their father not being in their life, drugs – um, or, you know, some people, some fathers just might not be in their life because they're just extremely busy with work. Um, but the thing that has helped me and from my mentors is you only get one chance. You only get one chance on earth. So if you only get one chance, why not make it the best, the best that you can make it? And the best that you can make it is having that relationship with your son, um, being there or your daughter, being there with them through the thick and thin, giving them wisdom, giving them knowledge, giving them power, you know, giving them confidence, letting them know that no matter what they go through in life, you're going to be there for them 
so that when they have children, you know, they can do the same thing and continue to repeat this cycle of, of positivity because everybody needs their parents. Everybody needs their father. The role of the man, the role of the father is a pivotal, pivotal role um, in human society. And it's a responsibility that as men, we cannot, we cannot take lightly. Um, it is our job because if we don't take that job seriously, we will be in a position where our children won't be able to pay it forward and, and, and continue to raise this nation and continue to raise this world so that it could be the place that God has called it to be. Deron, well said. Tell me a little bit about your involvement with the National Autism Association and, and mm-hmm. just raising awareness and, and what got you um, interested in doing that? Oh, so um, just a couple of months ago, we um, in the process of starting a, a partnership with those guys um, and just trying to find ways to raise awareness, um, not only for the autistic community, but for the autistic community um, in these, you know, poor communities who don't have the resources that other communities might have. That is very, very important to me um, because I know those communities. I've been around those communities. um, And if they, you know, most kids in these, you know, black, poor, low income communities, you know, they get diagnosed maybe three or four later than someone in the suburban. So I'm just, we're trying to do everything we can to just help to level the playing field because you think about it, being three or four years behind, you know, just think about in regular school, you know, if I'm three, four years and behind, if I, you know, got second grade reading level, but I'm in sixth grade, just imagine how hard and how difficult it is, not only for the student, but uh, for the parents as well. And um, I got involved um, just with, you know, supporting and raising awareness for the autistic community. I think it was probably my uh, fourth fourth or fifth year in the league. Uh, my nephew, um, Nicholas Castro, uh, was diagnosed with autism at the age of three. But the thing that was different in that situation was my sister, uh, Donche Castro, uh, was a fighter. Um, she knew something was wrong. She knew that the answers that the doctors were given just didn't add up. So she fought uh, and fought like hell and scratched until she got the the answers and the uh, resources um, that she needs. I mean, she's as big as an advocate as anybody as I know. And um, I just try to, you know, in, in, in essence, I try to follow her, ask her questions because, I mean, she's living it each and every day. And I applaud her and my brother-in-law for, for what they do and, and how they push this topic. And I think it's, it's important because, right, not all coping techniques look the same and under, un, understanding is mm-hmm. is so important. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why it's, it's different in everyone's case, isn't it, Duran? Oh, without a doubt. You know, I just I don't think I have met any child with autism who is similar to the other. I mean, each case is completely different. You know, there's. The, 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 the range of the spectrum is, is so big. And that's why we need to continue to raise awareness to keep um, garnering information, keep you know raising awareness, keep finding out new resources and new techniques. Um, because it's like I said, it's just, it's just so different. You just, you just don't know each child is different. 
But, you know, at the end of the day, God made us all different. I'm unique from you and you are unique from me. Um, but we got to find ways um, to all work together to make this, you know, a better and more safe place for, you know, people with autism. Well, as I'm talking to you, I can tell how much your faith means to you. It, it shines through and just any answers, even when I'm talking to you about football, what does it mean to you to be a, a, a man of faith, a believer in Christ? And, you know, really, when did when did you develop that relationship with the Lord? So, you know, it's um, it's always uh, interesting. And, well, it's very, very uh, humbling for me to, to tell this story because I grew up in the church. My, my mother's a reverend. My dad was a trustee, you know, played the piano, the organ, the drums in church. So I was, you know, I was raised in the church throughout all my life. So I, I knew the Lord. I knew what he meant. I knew what he meant for my family. I knew how much he blessed me. But, you know, just over the time, as you get older, you know, you you kind of remove, your, not remove yourself, but life takes you away. And I, honestly, I had to go through some tough things for me to really realize who Jesus and who God is. Um, had to go through some some dark times um, where nobody, not my mom, not my dad, not, not my wife, nobody could could get me out of there except him. Um, and I just was tired of living a life of looking for approval because the only person or the only being who needs to approve me or have approval of me is is my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And just this past, I think I went to a PAO conference uh, in February and me and my wife rededicated our lives back to Christ's name because it was just, it was like, I'm tired of living, you know, yeah. one foot in, one foot out. You know, it was like, it's time for me to like either be all in or all out, you know? And it was just at that point in my life, you know, me and my wife made a decision like, you know what, we're going to go all in on this because not only... Is it good for our souls and our relationship with the Lord? But we're also like we keep talking about that legacy for our children, you know, because there's going to be times where they're going to be going through things where I'm not going to be able to. I, you know, I can encourage them and, mm -hmm. and, and give them a word. But at the end of the day, you know, they're going to have to fight. They're going to have to get through. And the only way that they're going to be able to get through is with, you know, the Lord right by their side. So it's been, you know, a constant, um, constant uh, journey, a constant journey, but I mean, it's been worth it. it. It's been, it's been totally worth it. And I'm just so happy to say that, you know, I'm, I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> Deron, I know that feeling, man. I, I know that mm -hmm. feeling when you're trying to do everything your own way and then you just surrender mm -hmm. and, and you turn it over to him. Hey, I really appreciate this conversation and, uh, and I wish you a ton of blessings in, in everything you're doing going forward. So thank you so much. Uh, no problem. I appreciate you having me on, Rob. That's it for this week. Thank you to Deron Harmon. Thank you to Doug Petzer Scott and everyone on our team. And thank you for listening to Faith on a Field Show presented by International Justice Mission. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free.